You know, it seems like a lifetime ago, but in reality, it was only a few short years ago when I was not too concerned about my own mental well-being. Oh, I know. You threw yourself into your work and you just kept pressing on with no thought or regard for your own wellness in any way. I feel like we need to talk about why your mind matters. I think you're right. I think that's a great topic for today, and I think... Yeah, hopefully we can help prevent someone from doing the same thing. Just going all in and not worrying about how they feel physically, mentally, emotionally. Great idea, Beb. Thanks. I'm James, and I'm going to grab a coffee. And I'm Tina, and I'm going to grab a tea. You go grab a snack, grab a drink, get comfy. We'll meet you right back here in a few seconds. Everything in life that has brought you to this point in your life is not only the reason you are here, but it is also the core of who you are. These things that define our characteristics and our thinking and our mindset is all based around who we were growing up and how certain people influenced and shaped us. It doesn't matter if it was great, blessed, or ugly. It has shaped you, Open your eyes. one way or another. The one problem Don't is, how you let that define you. My wife and I put together this podcast to help you get sorted out and find your clarity. So grab something to drink. Let's get comfortable and let's jump into it. Welcome friends. We're glad you're here to join us on this journey to help you find clarity and wellness. Yes. <clears throat> I am excited and we are taking this journey with everyone and hopefully helping someone in some way or another. I thought this week that we should discuss why your mind matters. Because too often people just focus on working and other stuff without giving their own mindset a second thought. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. I've done it. I know you've done it. I'm not denying it. Sadly, I know our children have done it too. Mm, sadly. But it's not their fault. It's mainly because that's just how we were when we were growing them. Yeah. It wasn't anything we did intentionally. It just sort of happened that way. A product of your environment. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. So let's look at how you were while grinding away in the oil field. So when you look at that picture... From when you started. Remember that picture you found of you and your brother? Mm, yeah. And that was 
our going away party before going out west. Yeah. Do you remember how you looked? And then physically, eight years later, you saw that picture and you didn't even recognize yourself. <sighs> yeah, I know. The physical toll it took was huge. But the mental price was even bigger. Because all those times that I spent in hotel rooms, camp life, it gets hard on your mental well-being. And the funny thing is, I didn't even realize how hard it was until I wasn't in that environment anymore. I remember when you would have your six days off, mm. if you took them. If, if I yeah. took them, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it was hard on both of us because we would spend the first two, or you would, sorry, you would spend the mm. first two recovering. And then the middle two, we would actually be able to relax. And then the last two, we were busy packing you up, getting you ready to go again. Relaxing only if I didn't have a big project coming up and they weren't calling me in the middle of my days off. Fair enough. But I began to transition to a place that just wasn't great. I mean, there was days where I just feel sad for no reason. Days I had to pack up and head out became commonplace. And just part of our everyday lives. And I think I think it's safe to say that I am not the only one that is affected by that. Absolutely. You know, it took a toll on my mind and my body too. Oh, I had spent my life trying to find that balance between mother, provider, wife, partner. You know, with all the kids growing up and you gone away all the time, it became a struggle for my own purpose. I didn't know who I was, what I was, where I was. You know, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I know. I agree. It was like you just woke up one day and you were gone. You lost yourself. You didn't know what to do. But then it got worse because once you were told you had the fibromyalgia, you basically began to live like a shut-in during those cold, damp months of winter yeah it's exactly how i was living you know i remember using the remote starter for the truck i would cycle it twice just <laughs> to make sure it was nice and toasty warm and then i would get to the grocery store i would run in grab what i needed and right back out <clears throat> with fibromyalgia as soon as the cold air touches my skin it hurt it would feel like my skin was on fire yeah, it's crazy, the effects that uh, a poor mind can have on our bodies. It, it affects us in ways that we don't even understand. But yet, as people, we keep continuing to put it on the back burner and just ignore the issue. Mm, yep, we do. These last two years have been extra hard on... I'm not talking about me. Right, sorry. But these last two years have been been especially hard for people and their mindset. Because as humans, we're, we are social species by nature. And having to go through a global shutdown just amplified the issues anyone was having beforehand. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the influx of people with um, mental health issues or concerns has absolutely spiked. There's a report that was released by um, CAMH, which is the Center for Addiction and Mental Health. And a recent poll they'd done, now I say recent, but I believe it was about a year and a half now, 
found that 25% of Canadians aged 35 to 54 and 21% of those aged 18 to 34 have increased their alcohol consumption since social distancing and self-isolation due to the COVID-19. Another study had found that Canadians who described their mental health as fair or poor were more likely than those with better mental health to have increased their use of alcohol, cannabis, tobacco, and other drugs during the early stages of the pandemic. Why? Simply put, when you're in that frame of mind, it's easier to numb the body than accept the situation and deal with it. I'll put a link to that in the description. Go read it. Go learn. Even if you just glance over it. It's important. Yeah. And I also think that the younger generations are the ones feeling it the most. Mm-hmm. Suicide, depression, alcoholism. They've all been on a rise in teens and young adults. You know, your mind matters more now than it has ever before. Just a few weeks ago, there was a report of a body being pulled out of a river nearby where we live, and it was ruled a suicide. It was a 17-year-old boy. You know, and according to his family and his friends, he was a good boy and showed no signs of having any issues or problems. None. I know. I remember. I remember hearing that on the radio. It was, uh, it was really sad. And that's, that's the problem that many people are facing now. They're just getting stuck inside their heads in this dark place, and they don't believe they have anywhere to turn to. They feel like they're the end of their rope. And there's no other way to go. Mm -hmm. But seriously, for a minute, I want all of you right here, right now, watching, listening, whatever you're doing, I want you to listen to me right now. It is okay to not feel okay. And it sure as hell is okay to talk about it with someone. One more time. It is okay to not feel okay. And I'm telling you right now, there is nothing wrong with reaching out and talking to someone, somewhere, about it. Because this day and age, there is a whole world of ways to reach out and talk to people. Yeah. There's a ton of Facebook groups you can join. There's websites that you can go to for resources. You know, there's a ton of organizations that are meant to help people who are struggling with mental well-being. Hell, you can even reach out to us if you want someone to listen. That is true, but I feel we better do a CYA here. (laughs) Maybe. We better disclaimer here. Let me just say, by no way or means are we implying that we are licensed or certified psychiatrists, physicians, doctors, therapists, whatever. We are not trying to give that implication. We're not trying to be those people. We are just people with a strong desire to simply help others find their way through the darkness based around our lives and our experiences. Okay. I feel better now we got that out of the way. Me too. (laughs) Look, the point of this whole topic today is simple. Although the discussion around your mind and mental well-being is never simple, if you feel like you are struggling, there are ways to get help without feeling like you're being judged. Yeah, and I mean, back when I was 
going through my shit way, way, way back when. Mm-hmm. It was a lot harder to simply just reach out and get assistance. It was still a big stigma on mental well-being. Thankfully, though, I was able to pull myself out of the hole and get back on track. But it's not always that easy for others to do. It takes love, support, and encouragement. Yeah, your mind is just as important as your physical health and well-being. Yet we constantly put our mental wellness on the back burner and just keep pushing through. It always doesn't work, though. It also doesn't always show up as suicide amongst people. That's true. You know, it often comes out as mood swings, Mm -hmm. uh, increased drug and alcohol use, such as the case with this dumbass sitting here next to me. Yeah, okay, it's true. All those years of wear and tear on my mental well-being were often masked by excessive alcohol use. Yes. The nice thing, though, is that I was able to pull through the darkness, as I mentioned. I didn't do it alone. It took the strength of an equally stubborn individual who refused to give up on me. Even though I kept trying to give up on myself and kept trying to push her away. You're welcome. <laughs> Haven't always been <clears throat> a bouncing ray of sunshine that I am today either. No, I am. I've had my own matters that I am sorting out. However... If it weren't for the support from you over all these years, I wouldn't be working on them either. Goes to show you that nothing is that bad that you can't get it worked out. There's always a way, and there's always support and love that you need. Yeah, and the ways that do not self-damage or get labeled as a cry for help. Self-destruction is never the answer to get the help that you truly need or want. You're really only going to cause more harm than good. Before you know it, you've spiraled down this path that's full of anger, it's full of hate, it's full of a lack of respect for your peers, for your friends, for your family, co-workers, and most importantly, yourself. Ain't that the truth? We have unfortunately witnessed that firsthand too. Someone who was broken and too afraid to reach out and get the help that they really needed. Now they're full of anger and hate and self-damaging behavior. It's unfortunate and it never had to be that way. No, ma'am. That's very true. But there's a flip side of this coin, too, because if you're the parent of someone who's acting up or reaching out, you have to be the receptive one. You have to be receptive to the needs and desire to talk about this with your children. Yeah. The worst thing you can do is ignore it. You know, and Mm -hmm. just call it typical behavior. Mm. If they're struggling with their mental health, the last thing they are going to do is simply just look at you and ask for help. They feel they're broken or they're damaged. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to listen. Nobody's interested. They're not worthy. The list goes on and on and on and on. For me personally, back in the day when I was struggling with my shit, I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like nobody cared. I felt like nobody wanted to hear my story. Nobody wanted to listen. And I did all kinds of stupid shit to get attention and uh, 
act out. I felt like nobody was listening. Now, that's probably not 100% accurate, but back then as an angry teenager who was confused and just his whole life had been disrupted, that's how I felt. Well, we got a little heavy on this one, didn't we? Yeah, I guess we kind of took this talk a little passionate, a little serious, huh? Yeah. It's just such a deep and hot topic, you know? This whole mental well-being stuff. I just really hope that you have gained some sort of value from today's episode, my friends. Yeah, even though we kind of rolled down a dark and heavy highway, we really hope that this helped you in some way or another. But for now, we're going to end. This is our exit. We're getting off the highway. (laughs) We'll see you back here next week, friends. And I'm also going to put some resources for you in the description of this episode. Go and explore them. And if need be, reach out. That's a great idea. We promise not to be quite so heavy and emotional next week. Promise. (laughs) So thank you for tuning into the Clarity Podcast. We're glad you're here. And we'll see you next week, gang. Be well. Take care. Sky, your favorite color.